Hey folks, and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where three friends drink alone together. My name's Chris. What up? It's Todd. And I'm Obert. No, you're not. No? Nope. Who am I? I don't know, but you're not Obert. Not Obert? Oh. Uh Uh-oh. Who let this guy in here? I'm not Obert, and I don't know who I am, but you do. Then I think you gotta tell me, or at least give me a clue or a hint. Nope. That's against the rules. I think if you don't, it's entrapment. I think I read that somewhere. Yeah, I heard that, that too. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think so. I don't think that's how that works. I think I'm the winner of a box of beer from Ted from last episode. You Ooh. might be, but, but see, much like you're going to make me wait for my beer when you show up to Connecticut, I'm going to make you wait for your box of beer until you show up to Connecticut. Wait, didn't we just review okay. a beer that Obert sent you in the mail? Like last yeah, but episode? He owes, he owes, he, now he has Rusty Nail and the, the Malt Bomb. The Malt Bomb was good. Right. That was a good beer, but... I don't have enough for a full box, but I have enough to hand deliver. Okay. All right. See, and I have enough for a full box, but I'm aware that you're coming to Connecticut. Okay. Got to save that postage. Uh, I'm okay with it if you if you buy me extra beers worth of postage amounts of beer. <laughs> don't you know we're supposed to be saving the post office? You got to keep them in business. Yeah, right. They, well, they have, well, they have a lot of troubles as it is, you know? Federal cuts well, some and point, stuff. At some point, I have to deliver crisp beer, so... I know. I'll keep them that in is, business I can't, from them. Somehow Chris is coming out ahead in this because we both have to send him beer <laughs> before I leave. So, Yeah, come on, guys. True. Jeez. No, over it. You don't have to send. I mean, you can send me beer. I mean, actually, you know what? Yeah, you do have to send me beer. I completely, <laughs> I completely forgot you owe me beer for uh, that reason. Reasons. Yeah. Well, well, here's the thing, Obert. You I'm actually not to... going by Obert anymore. Oh, uh, right. You can refer not to me Obert. as Mystery Co-host 3. Mystery co-host three, the co-host <laughs> formerly known as Obert. Right. Nice. If I also if, accept Obert in quotes, right. as long as you do the air quotes, and you have to say it with that inflection. Obert. Right. <laughs> if Chris doesn't want you to send him beer, you can easily bring me both of the rusty nails, and I will happily drink them. No, it'll get to Chris eventually. But again, we talked about this. It's not a beer that needs to show up anytime soon. It's a it's a good it's a good cellaring beer. Good. Okay. Don't worry. Right. I will sell it here for you, Chris, and then I will drink it. No, that's not allowed. <laughs> I know I am. Uh, I will sell it in my stomach. I, I'm on exactly. To I'm gonna or drink it and then the, I'm gonna pee it out and then I'm gonna sell it for you. Next time, I'll save it here at my house for the next time that you show up here, and then you can also go and get it for us to drink, and then have it explode everywhere all over my fridge again <laughs> i was i was just thinking that i was like i mean i could just destroy it <laughs> like i do everything oh lord hey so so i was thinking about it and uh now that we record during the week and and release our podcast on mondays mm-hmm. um we can have even older sports news <laughs> that's that is true very true yes yeah so the this NFL is, is we're recording we're recording this before the start of the season right no <laughs> No, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give the results for everything that happened this weekend right now. Oh, Todd Cleo. Todd Cleo Sports Edition. Madden Edition. Oh, Madden, here we go. go. This is an this is an interesting new segment. Todd tells you what to gamble this weekend. EA Sports. Well, no, game. Todd tells you what you should have gambled on. Right. That's true. Right. Oh, that's true. All right. So this week <laughs> you, you should have picked the Chiefs. We're gonna go right down the list. Should have picked the Chiefs. Should have picked the Falcons. Should have picked the Bills. Should have picked the Lions. Should have picked the Packers. You should have picked the Dolphins. You should have picked the Eagles. You should have picked the Raiders. Wait, so wait, give the us a Colts. sleeper pick here. Yeah. Oh, hang right. on, hang on. We're getting to the, we're getting to the sleeper picks. You should have picked the Ravens, 
the Chargers, the Saints, the 49ers, the Cowboys. Now for the two sleeper picks, because this you're going to hear this on Monday, and there are two games tonight. So the two sleeper picks of this week are the Steelers, and then you're going to want to go over and you're going to want to bet those Broncos. And these are all to, to cover or to, just to win? No, straight up. I okay. think I picked... I think I picked both the Steelers and the Broncos, so go me. All right. <laughs> well, you'll have to find out on next week of Drinking Alone with Friends if, if you are right or not. That is true, yeah. I think I think we could we need to come up with a name for the segment like like Sunday morning quarterback or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna we, happen. We tell you what, what happened before it happens. This is gonna happen every week from now on, people, for sixteen straight weeks plus playoffs, so twenty. Plus two more weeks, 22. <laughs> oh, Lord. Well, get used to that rambling of lists, list of football Exactly. Games. People always like yeah. lists, though. People never, People never don't like love, lists. I love when you just read off a bunch of names of animals. <laughs> hey, there were, some, there were some people in there. I picked the Cowboys. There were. Those are, those are those boys. Are humans. Yep, humans, humans. You yep. know, Patriots are humans. Right. 49ers are supposed to be humans. Packers are supposed to be humans. Welcome to a new segment where we list the football teams that are supposed to win, but also we're humans. Maybe one week I'll list all animals just for the heck of it. Yeah. I'm going to throw in some like like mongoose and somebody's going to be like, wait a second, that's not an NFL team. Yeah, you have to you have to get creative somehow. Maybe the maybe the Washington football team are going to be the mongoose next year. No, I'm yeah. I'm calling them the potatoes this year. The potatoes. Yeah, you could just be like the Dallas cows <laughs> <laughs> and their boys. Yeah, but football excited. So I'm, it is I'm ex- back. I'm expecting the ding of uh, Tud's uh, fantasy football draft again this week. Nope, I've already drafted all three of my teams. Nice. Actually, I was just thinking: Is this like the two-year anniversary of the podcast? Kind of is. Yeah, I was thinking about that when I was drafting my team. Okay. Yesterday. Cool. Well, happy anniversary. We only took a few weeks off. How about that? That's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. Wow. Four weeks. Four weeks off over the course of two years. Not bad. Not bad at all. You know, I take less time off work. Wait, more time off work. Yes, that's what I meant to say. Right. More time. That makes okay. it better. Glad you, I was going to say, I think you might need to find a new job then. <laughs> well. Really? Yeah. Not far off, but. So, but I am working on my episode 100 resolution this week. Um, I am I I am going back to my roots and bringing liquor, bringing a cocktail Ooh. on the podcast. Nice. Oh, because we're, I, uh, we're jumping right into it, huh? Um, well, I was going for what's known as a transition. It's when you kind of smoothly... <laughs> Move from one subject to another. No, you know that without, we never do smooth without bringing here. up the fact <laughs> that it gets very bumpy on the uh, road to, to transitioning here. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, feel free to interject with the sound effect at any t- time if you if you need to derail my transitions. So, um, but yeah, you know, I was listening back and I said, you know, next to 100 episodes, more cocktails. So, stop by the liquor store this week and. Um, this is, I guess we could say, I'm, I'm back in the liquor cabinet. Let's crack open Obert's liquor cabinet here, which I think Chris does the sound effect I for. I thought Tud had one. Oh, no. It's, I don't it's, have a door It's creak. still me? Okay, cool. I wasn't yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. All my other sound effects. This is the old the school sound effect. That's right. The nicely oiled door of my liquor cabinet. That was, so, week, it was so squeaky. 
<laughs> so squeaky. So squeaky. So squeaky. It's been a while since I've had a cocktail. That's why I got <laughs> it got rusty. <laughs> but um, this week I'm drinking a cocktail I found on Reddit. This is from the r slash cocktail subreddit. And uh, this is also by way of Blevin, Enemy of the Pod. Uh, him and I go way back. He's We kind of got into cocktails at the same time. So we used to send each other pictures of whatever cocktail we would make that night. And um, this was this was his suggestion, and this is called the Intro to Aperol. Now, I, I don't expect Chris to have had much Aperol in his day, but Todd, when you were over in Italy, did you have any Aperol drinks? Yes, I did, actually. Uh, they ha- they do Aperol spritzers over there, and yeah. I, had a, I had a fondness for drinking those while I was in the pool. <laughs> yeah, so so you've had some experience with Aperol. Um, I've, I, Aperol I, spritz I would, has been my go-to. I would qualify my experiences. I have a decent, about, I have a decent amount of experience with Aperol. It happened many, Ted's, many, many days. Ted's probably drank about a bottle of Aperol, at least. <laughs> so, I think I'm, that qualifies him. That's a low him number. As a, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's a he's an experienced Aperol drinker. <laughs> but, um, like I said, this this cocktail comes by way of Reddit, and um, call us a little mini handle up front. They there's in this cocktail subreddit, someone posts the not cocktail of the week every week and it's always a really good write-up they talk a little bit about the history and you know what flavors you should be pulling out of certain cocktails and i really find this this post really informative and that's where i found this intro to aperol which is doesn't sound like the name of a cocktail but it is um the ingredients in this drink are two ounces of aperol uh, one ounce of gin i use tangeray number 10 three quarters of an ounce of lemon juice uh, optional simple syrup, which I did not include, uh, and a dash of bitters, stirred, strained, and uh, garnished with an orange peel or lemon peel. Mm, okay. Yeah. So right up front on this cocktail, you get, it's a very sweet drink. Um, one thing that's unique about this cocktail kind of makes it a little different is most cocktails, the base ingredient is not an aperitif, but an actual hard liquor. So like... You'll notice I said that there's more Aperol than gin in here. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's not typical. Um, the The creator of this drink, it, they called this an inverted drink because it had a lower alcohol base, the Aperol. Interesting. So this would be like an Aperol spread, something that you could have at the beach. You could throw quite a few back without getting too drunk. So for, for those of the listeners at home who may have never had Aperol, like I totally have all the time. Uh, right. What kind of flavors do you get from like an Aperol? Because I, I don't know what an Aperol that's, spritzer that's is. A, so That's a good question. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for that one, Chris. Aperol is a lot like a Campari, and they're both very similar where they're a sweeter, bitter, almost like cough syrupy flavor in a way. Um, like like cherry cherry. It's more orange, I would yeah, I pulled this up just from quick Googling about what is Aperol. So found an article from Spoon University that describes, it's says the flavor notes in the description of Aperol. Yeah, you know, that's where you learn about things, liquids, I guess, things that you put in spoons. Um, the flavor description of Aperol is bitter orange, gentian, rhubarb, and cinchona? How do we decide to pronounce that now? Cinch- 
your your thing that you like, Todd? Wasn't it Kakin? No, that was something else. The Kakinia. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that was yeah Kakinia. Maybe this is something different, but it's spelled C I N C H O N A. That was different than the Kakinia, right? Yes, I, I believe so. Okay, so not Kakinia, but Cinchona. Um, but they described it in maybe easier to understand words as a combination of a sweet melted orange popsicle followed by a slight bitterness similar to when you bite into a juicy peel of grapefruit. Hmm. Um, Sounds good. Which I think is fairly accurate. It does sound pretty good. Yeah. And then also that it was 11% alcohol, which is half of Campari. So Campari, I find is, yeah, Campari, I find is a lot more bitter and a lot less approachable. But Mm. Aperol, like I said, Aperol Spritz is a great drink. And this intro to Aperol, um, I really get a lot of those... um, Really bright citrusy notes. I mentioned I used the Tangeray number ten, which has a much more citrus forward um, flavor than the regular Tangeray. So what it's happened a, of two through nine? You know, I don't know. I think that maybe they had mixed you know a hundred batches of Tangeray <laughs> with different stuff, and they decided number ten was the best, and they threw the rest out, and we're only selling number ten and well, the original. I always find that odd with like Jack Daniels too, where it's like Jack Daniels like number seven, and I'm like, well, what what happened to one through six? What happened to the six? other ones? Yeah, I want to well, try. How, how many more numbers are there after seven? Well, wasn't that yeah, like right? Wasn't that Jack Daniels one? Like, wasn't the the recipe that they brewed today uh, distilled today is the seventh one they tried or something like that? I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I guess maybe that makes sense. This is. Hypothetical liquor facts <laughs> from DAWF. Have they never? So did they never go past seven? Yeah. <laughs> did they Better than Wikipedia. That, <laughs> they just decided that seven was like the perfect number, and they were like, "We're never doing this ever again." They got it. They got it in seven. That's pretty good. You know, they've been in business for that long. And seven tries to get it right. Not too bad. Not too. Not too shabby. Yeah. And um, well, what about Lawson's? There's. Um, don't they have a supersession number? something they do have a they actually do have like two or three of them now but yeah none of them are like super session number one and super session number right. two and it's like super session number nine it's like well i kind of want to try how did you get there yeah i want to kind of want to try yeah. one through eight do they exist mm. can i try them can i have them so i has them hmm. so anyway this is tangeray number 10 um <laughs> it's it's a good tangeray <laughs> And um, if I was going to make this drink again, which I think I may because I don't have enough to last me for the whole podcast, um, I have some of those Spindrift grapefruit uh, seltzers. So I think adding one of those, because it's really sweet. Um, and I, I uh, stirred, it over, stirred it with ice and strained it into a glass. And as a result, it's not super watered down and... Um, and it could it could definitely use I think a little bubbly so maybe that's what I'm gonna do just do my classic my twist on the classic intro to Aperol but um, overall I'd give this cocktail a five on the Obert scale <laughs> <laughs> no I can't I can't recommend this one as as heartily as some of my others um, I did buy a bottle of Aperol for this drink so I think I might uh, might have to make it again. Because I have a whole bottle of Aperol to drink. It's a great summertime drink. And now that it's after Labor Day, of course. <laughs> yeah, it's really good that bottle. you decided to do it now. Yeah. But uh, like I said, super light and floral. I would also use this liquor in, uh, like if I was making a, a punch, I think this would be really good in that. Mm. Um, maybe some rum and some other fruits. But um, 
On the Obert's cocktail scale, this is only going to weigh in at like a four from me as like, I'll make it again. Right. But only because I opened my cabinet. It's like when you look in your fridge and you see like the same ingredients, you're like, I guess I'm having this tonight. Like you look open the liquor cabinet. You're like, okay. What can I throw together? Got to finish off that bottle of Aperol. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah. But no, it's, it's, I don't want to, I don't want to talk, disparage it too much. It's, it's a solid drink. It's a, it's a solid, enjoyable drink. And I'm, it's so much so that I'm going to have another one later. Oh, well, there you go. Nice. And it, yeah, it, it only, it only helps that you have a whole bottle that you have to do. You have to, you have to exactly. continue to drink it till it's gone. <laughs> exactly. So wow, with that, it's time to close. Very nice. Borat's liquor cabinet. <laughs> it's, time, it's, time to, it's time to close the liquor cabinet. Apparently, apparently Borat wanted to uh... wanted to say something. He had some words. Yeah. Okay, got stuck there in the middle, but we closed it. Um, the rust, the rust was a bit too much. Yeah. Um, okay, so why don't we go over to Chris next for a little a little beer sandwich? Beer sandwich. That's a delicious. So I'm actually pretty excited about this one. Um, uh, I was walking through Total Wine. And this jumped out at me. most people do. So I had to get it, along with seven bottles of Maine Beer Company's lunch. I was so pumped to find that down here. Oh, no way. Yeah. Look, you can see them. They're right there. Right, they're right, I can. They're right there. So would you say that you have too much lunch now? Nope. Never. I bought so oh. many. This was... Uh, I probably should drink them soon, actually. But anyways. Um, but uh, this there is... There might be more pro- coming in a box. It's in a box. No. No, I mean, there might be more of... Oh, lunches? Lunch. Oh, well, and or I mean, dinner and or second dinner. I mean, I would definitely take dinner slash second dinner. Let's do it. <laughs> I'll take lunch too. I don't care. I love that stuff. Anyways, yeah. uh, so I saw Firestone Walker's Anniversary Ale 23, which is the 2019 vintage. Okay. And it is a blend of barrel aged beers. And just l- you look at this oh, wow. beautiful box. That's fancy looking. I know, right? It's a nice and, royal blue. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, it's got the 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 Ursus and the Leo. Which oh, there you go. Yeah. We talked about them before in the pod. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. So it's it's a very nice, very fancy looking beer. Uh, now I see some words on that box. Does the box say anything fancy? Does it tell us about the fighting brother-in-laws? Isn't that the, their story? Yeah. Uh. So it says, uh, came up with ten a trailblazing beer. Oh, okay. It just kind of gives the background of the beer, which I hadn't read before. But they were in uh, a handful of winemaker friends for their input on blending a diverse stash of barrel-aged strong ales. Together, they came up with 10, a trailblazing beer commemorating their 10th anniversary. And so I guess they do this every year and go. Well, they skip the first nine as <laughs> like Tangare. <laughs> yeah. So apparently that's a, a autumn tradition tradition now for them. And tradition. that's how they come up with their anniversary ale, which is what this is for the 2019 vintage, which is their 23rd anniversary. So, um, but unboxing here. So. Oh, it's like, it's like gold on the inside. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm excited. I'm like, I'm excited about this beer, but I'm also like, I don't know. Should I be drinking it now? I don't know. Um, Why not? It's know. our anniversary. It's our it's our oh, two. There, there we go. There we, that's actually that's a true. Good point. It does say enjoy. I don't know if I now. have a sound effect for that box. Oh. Okay. All right. Uh, I'll take it. 
<laughs> so it's it, it's a it's a it's a like a Sierra Nevada style bottle. So like one of the short twelve ounces. Um, and ooh, there's paper. Ooh, holy shit! There's a lot of paper. <laughs> it's like a scroll. Oh boy! What? All right, it is time for story time with Chris. Chris, if you will clear your throat <clears> and the the sing, royal decree. Uh, ring. Read. Read, ring, sing. What the hell was I trying to say? Oh my god! Look at this. It's a note from the brewmaster. Jeez, it's like a certificate of authenticity of the beer. <laughs> and then what's this on the back? Oh, okay. So this is cool. So these are the beers that they blended together. The nine other to beers. Make this beer. Oh no way! Yeah. So here's the final blend, and there's a bunch of information on this. Like way too, like a ton of information. This is amazing. I might have to get some. I might have to get this every year. It uh, looks like like maybe like a list of like you know what it looks like when you're agreeing for to download an app and you agree <laughs> the ter- terms and conditions like this is your like Apple user agreement right basically is what's in this box exactly holy so, but this is like really so awesome. much like when you do it you have to just take that scroll and chuck it away <laughs> right <laughs> so how I many agree. beers are there so it's uh, one two six roughly six beers that are all blended okay. together. Uh, Sticky Monkey, which is these are all aged in bourbon barrels, by the way. All these beers are Oof. aged in bourbon barrels. Cent- which is a Central Coastal Quad per- Parabola, which is a Russian Imperial Stout. Bravo, which is an Imperial Brown Ale. Bourbon Barrel Hell Dorado, which is a blonde barley wine. Velvet Merkin, which is a milk stout, and tequila ba- and tequila barrel Hell Dorado, which is a blonde barley wine aged in tequila barrels. So I missed that one. Holy crap. Yeah. This is a very interesting blend of beers. I know. Yeah, I'm like, and huh. all these beers are like over 10% alcohol, so I have no idea what the alcohol percentage of this beer is. They just average those six, I think. It's not cumulative. You're not at 60. That's no, no, good. no, no, no. Obvious. <laughs> <laughs> you sure that's not the way alcohol works? <laughs> yeah. it, just, it just compounds, yeah. Uh, 10 times 10 times 10. <laughs> this is a 15,000% beer. Uh, so pretty cool. Uh, I would say I'd post it on the Instagram, but I don't know if anybody can read that from a little picture. But uh, maybe I'll maybe I'll read it out loud and post it on Patreon or something like that. So you can listeners, listen. we we have a challenge. If we post it on Instagram, the first person who can successfully read it gets a beer from Obert. <laughs> well, it's a good thing that it's a good thing they didn't let me name uh, this beer because I would have called it like like bar rag squeeze or something like that. Like, <laughs> this is the suicide drink of beers. Barbara eggs, squeeze the ice. Uh, so this is, it says 11.5% alcohol. I, did, I guess I didn't realize that until right when I read it. So, um, But I'm super excited. This is like a very official beer. I feel like this is too fancy for me, but here we go. Now I'm going to have to look for this near me because Firestone Walker is one that I can get all the time. Yeah, we get them in Connecticut too. I see the boxes all the time in the store. Like my Total Wine also has a bunch of them and they're usually pretty cheap. They're like, you know, 10, 11 bucks. Yeah, this was. And, I don't remember this being very expensive. And I've never bought one because I just didn't never intrigued me. But I didn't it realize I was going to get like scrolls ounce. and stuff. Yeah, it's also a twelve ounce beer. It's not like it's a twenty two ouncer, you know. Right. True. I guess that is true. Yeah. I mean, ten bucks, eleven bucks for a twelve ounce beer is kind of steep, but um, I've paid I've paid more for less beer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been there. Go to any beer bar and try to order a really good beer. You're gonna pay that money. I know. I think yeah. I paid like in in uh, for their limited edition barley wine. I think I paid like nine or ten bucks for like an 
an eight or nine ounce pour in a harpoon. So, um, but it poured out nice, like it's dark, dark, dark. Um, if you hold it up to the light, you can you can see like a hint of brown. So it's not. Oh, so it's real, not that, a not a billion SRMs. Not a We're billion, like, like thirty five. <laughs> not a billion like 35 <laughs> that blonde barley wine really shines through i i wonder if it oh, is yeah. i wonder if it is yeah that because um if you hold, like i said i'm holding up to the light and i can definitely see not straight through it but there's a hint of brown so i'm pretty excited about this i feel like it's gonna be super complex so excited to get into this thing let's see now i really want to take a guess at what it's going to taste like and not as like a tud cleo moment because i don't think it's Oh. I don't think it's possible mm. to, to dissect what all those beers are individually. And I just, I hope it's good. I, I Part of me is wondering if it's not going to taste good because it's just so, so random. So many, yeah, clashing flavors. Mm. I know. If I poured mm. a, you know, all of the light beers into a cup and said, here, drink this, you would say, I, I there's no way in hell I want to drink this beer. But you poured six beers into this cup. And now you're like, ooh, I'll pay $12 for it, and I'm going to drink it, and I'm going to enjoy it. So I'm very intrigued by this mix. Well, do you guys I, – I know it's I know it's kind of long, but do you want me to read a little bit about the blending or no? It's, yeah. yeah. So this is a group of, of winemakers that come to the brewery like I had read on the back of the box. And it says, the winemakers come for both the challenge and the camaraderie. They split up into small teams and create their own preferred blends from the – provided components so it sounds as though the list of beers that is 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 set or maybe there's a few more but each of the resulting trials is then blind tasted by the entire group and votes are cast for the winning blend the victorious Hmm. team walks away with bragging rights and with a set of coveted cardboard crowns so (laughs) so that's cool that is kind of cool how how they make this how they make if there's this. one thing winemakers know, it's how to blend together different flavors. That's exactly. Yeah, what I guess that's said, pretty yeah. cool that they're that they're they brought in professional drink blenders instead of just trying to do it themselves. Right. Yeah. No. I. I. I'm. I'm. Ex- I'm excited. So uh, let's let's see. Let's get to it. It does say serve at 55 degrees, which I think I'm pretty close to. So the nose taste, I get very very heavy bourbon smells, which I'm not super surprised given all that all that um, bourboniness. I mean that's pretty much what I get is bourbon. So uh, let's see how this let's see how this goes. I'm I'm excited for this beer, and if I go to Total Wine, I'll be getting all of the variants. I see. Was there a lot of variants there? Yeah, that's news to me. But let's. <laughs> I want to hear about this beer, and then I want to hear about the variants. Wow, that's really good. It is. Well, there we go. Yeah, I mean it's smooth, but definitely you can definitely tell it's got a bit of kick to it. But it's 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 smooth. It's very velvety. Uh, in the in the taste, I get a lot of bourbon up front, and then it kind of there's a, there's a sweetness to it. I know it said it had a milk stout in it. I wonder if that's some of that coming through. Um, and then it kind of finishes with, I mean, I'm gonna say maybe a tad of like a tequila y taste, but maybe maybe it's more the barley wine than the tequila because it's a little bit of a different harsher flavor, and I can't put my boozier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. So I, I'm, but it, I mean, it, it it's a very nice, it's it's roller coastery, velvety smooth, but it does have like it, you definitely get hit with the bourbon, sweetens out a little bit, and then like more booze towards the end. But it works really, really well together. Like this is very good. Um, <laughs> it sounds interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, the the thing that I can compare it most to, and I know we've all had this, is uh, like a Sam Adams Utopias. Um, oh wow! Yep. It, it's not as 
it's obviously not as alcoholic. It definitely tastes, this tastes more like a beer than that does, but the flavors that I'm getting from it, except for the bourbon, the bourbon's kind of just an added nicety. Um, like it tastes, the aftertaste, I guess, is what I'm going for, um, is definitely like along those lines of a, of that Sam Adams Utopias, which I don't know why or how or what. I mean, what, that's but- kind of reverse, reverse engineering what you're saying, I feel like between the strong ale in there mm-hmm. and the tequila aged one mm-hmm. and the jalapeno one that there's like a heat at the end kind of a burn at the end um i don't know so. jalapeno one did i make that up mm-hmm. yeah there wasn't a i uh, hell dorado i don't know if that was maybe that's what i heard yeah <laughs> jalapeno hell dorado it all kind of sounds the same erotic. sure no there's it's it's not spicy. i think the <laughs> i think the bite comes from like the barley wine and the tequila Okay, um, but even then, it doesn't taste like tequila. I'm not a big tequila guy, so it doesn't like it. It's not a turnoff at all. It just adds a little bit of a bite towards the end, um, which I I enjoy. Uh, it's a very very good beer. Um, I think I think I'm gonna give this a four and a half. I think I'm gonna give nice. it a four and a half. That's a solid beer. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, and even then, I was fighting. I was fighting with myself on like a four seven five, but um, I don't know. I think a four and a half is probably about right. Uh, it's it's really really good. Especially if you like if you like the boozier beers, if you like the bourbon, if especially if you like bourbon flavor, I would definitely consider trying this because it is very it's got a, it's got a kick and the bourbon flavor is very very present. So if if you don't like those two things, do not get this beer. <laughs> yeah, but no, I will know. definitely keep an eye out for it. Yeah, and I know you had mentioned, and we'll get to the untapped verse in just a second, but um, I know you mentioned the variants. So when I was walking, I had noticed that there was like the 2020, the 2019, and then maybe even the 2018 available at Total Wine. I'd have to look, go back. And I didn't get the 2020 because they said it was like cherry flavored. Not, and mm. Generally, I'm not a cherry guy. Um and I don't Tastes remember. Like yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, now I'm sure after having this, I'm sure it's I'm sure it's great. Like I'll... <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised that they don't sell. Like I'm surprised these aren't a bigger sellout. Like it sounds to me like you, you know, the 2019 version, 2020 version, possibly 2018 version, right? And they're all sitting on the shelf. But meanwhile, if it was a Bourbon County Stout, it would be gone. Yeah, this might be a bad gene on my part, but for some reason, I thought the 2019 variant just came out this year, like. Mm. They had it was like the 2019 blend that they age for a year and then release, but um, that's cool. Now I my hopes for trying to fight it I think are a little dashed because I have not seen this around before. I I had, um, I'd only seen it at total at Total Wine at a big mm. a big store like that because I I don't man I've never seen it anywhere else so I don't know if maybe they make more of it than the Bourbon County I don't know but this is on par with Bourbon County like I've had. A few Bourbon County beers. Hmm. Uh, I, I will also venture out and find it. Obert, when you visit, you can um you can come with me and we can venture to Total Wine together, Ooh. and you could you could buy it from there yourself. Cause oh yeah, I like I said, I've seen these sitting on the shelf at Total Wine, just just chilling. Right, I mean, they're just hanging out, getting a suntan, chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all cool. Yeah, <laughs> not not shooting some b ball though. They they'd rather throw the pigskin. Um, that's fair. That's fair. That's. That's I was gonna say that's where the money is, but it doesn't really matter. It's <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean I I I I mean I think I'm gonna get one every year now because uh, it was it's very very good. So, um, Untappedverse I think is 
also going to be very high. I know it's probably a year old at this point, but I think I'm going to give it, I think they're going to give it like a 4.37. And I'm curious to see how the Untappediverse compares this to the those other two variants you mentioned to see if you picked out a good one or if they're all that good. Oh, right. Yeah. No, that's a good point. And, or if I'm like way off and I just haven't had any good beer recently. Quickly, run this back. You think it is a what on the untapped, untapped scale? I said it was a 4.37. Okay. So out of 8,026 check-ins. <laughs> okay. Okay. I feel less, I feel less good about this. <laughs> it is a 4.32. Oh, damn it. Ooh. One day. One day. Oh. Very cool. Damn, I was so close. But that's a good showing for Man of the People this week. So uh, I'm pretty excited that's about that. That's true. Well, actually, I you, think you're going to win it. I think I'm going to win. I think you're going to win it. <laughs> I forgot. Oh, cool. You know what? We'll just, we'll just give that to you. We'll just give that to you right now. Hooray. Honk, 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 honk. <laughs> Man of the People. Thank you. Oh, honk, I owe it all honk, to the. Honk, I owe honk. it all to my superior taste buds. Um <laughs> All right, but anyways, Firestone Walker, go get their anniversary ales because they're apparently amazing. But one person still has to drink tonight, and that is me again. That they do. Oh, damn. No. <gasps> Gasp. Gasp. I'm Stealing. Gonna I'm going to drink again. Well, Give me your drink. I Stealing who... our one-handled mug of drinking. Back. <laughs> <laughs> Todd, what do you got for us tonight? All right, so this week um, I brought a I brought a bourbon. But it's mixed into a cocktail. And so more so reviewing the cocktail mixer than I am the bourbon. If that makes any sense. I'm sure that you guys wandering to Instagram have seen this or Facebook or Twitter or wherever you wherever you wander. But I'm sure you've seen this advertised. Uh, proof uh, old-fashioned cocktail syrup. I think you're making a lot of assumptions about targeted ads that we <laughs> each get. Okay. Well, I see it pop up all the time. <laughs> That's on not social underwear. Media. <laughs> <laughs> That's not cheap camping gear. <laughs> but so, so I guess this was targeted added to me. Um, obviously, it worked because I bought three of them. Um, what proof is is it's pre-made uh, cocktail syrup. So it's made by taking you know fresh ingredients and making them into a simple syrup to where you can make an old-fashioned by taking you know two ounces of whiskey and pouring a half an ounce, half ounce of this over the top and bada bing bada boom you got yourself an old-fashioned very interesting okay nice it's just like it's like a new take on the the shitty mixers that you see in the liquor store right. where it's like yeah. like correct the margarita mix right. you know just add just add tequila kind of thing yeah so are you gonna Except be for... given haircuts with this is that what's gonna right. happen that's i think where we're I, going i don't i don't think so i think this would be overwhelming <laughs> but they are made from from fresh ingredients, and they even have an expiration date on the back of when they need to be drank by. Hmm, cool. So nice. to try it, I ordered the traditional, the maple bacon, and the pecan flavored, which is all three of the flavors Ooh. that they have. Mm. And those uh, are all old fashioned. They're all for old fashions. Correct. It's all cool. for old fashions. I like. I like um, this idea. I like this idea. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. I only have one open right now, and it's the traditional one because obviously hey, I wanted to try what it was like first before I go to the other ones. Mm-hmm. But to discuss it, I brought over the pecan flavor because I thought it was pretty interesting to see how it was made. Um, so this is made by taking fresh oven-roasted Georgia pecans and infusing them with cocktail bitters. And then they combine that with their unique blend of lemon and orange oleo, chakarums, 
and the result is a delicious, smooth, and nutty cocktail that you can enjoy at home. I don't know what those words are, Ober. You probably know what those words are better than I. I think oleo is like a type of fat. Like fatty acid is like oleic acid. So I don't know what oleo is, but... Okay. So, so yeah. So, what I did was I took uh, two ounces of Knob Creek 100 proof bourbon and I poured, you know, half ounce of this of the proof traditional syrup over the top and we're going to try it. Nice. How come there was no Tud's liquor cabinet sound effect? <laughs> oh, that's a good point. That's true. Liquor liquor fridge, remember? Oh, the aperitif. You have the, the aperitif. Yeah, you got the aperitif fridge. <laughs> the, the vermouth fridge. All right. Mine got stuck too, apparently, on the way over. <laughs> no, so, yeah, so overall, I mean, it smells like an old-fashioned. It tastes like an old-fashioned. Um, it tastes exactly like what, what I would imagine an old-fashioned would taste like. Like, if I go to a cocktail bar and I say, give me an old-fashioned, and if they you know, actually make a proper old-fashioned, this is what I would expect it to taste like. Unlike, you know, shaking the sugar packets and pouring that in a glass with your, with your bourbon and trying to get that, this tastes like... Like what I would want somebody to make an old fashioned with, and right. for being a two, for being a two ingredient cocktail, it's it's pretty pretty good. Mm. I think the only thing is I think you do need the garnish. I think the garnish goes a long way. I think if you had that, you'd be like imagining you're at a bar at that point. That's true. If I would have taken the orange rind and rubbed it along the thing and put it in a spiral and stuck it in my drink, yeah, I think it adds I, a lot of those a lot of those nose tastes. I bet you it would. Tastes. So f- from here on out, I will I will do that and I will um, add that to this. But overall, no, this is good. Um, you know, I'm excited to try the pecan flavored and the maple bacon flavored. But this one, for something, if you were just like, hey, I really want to drink an old fashioned right now, it takes 30 seconds, if that, to make it. Nice. That's that's really really cool. Really convenient, especially for like I'm gonna say people like me that like I don't always have ingredients in the fridge. I don't have an aperitif fridge like most other people, but You don't have an aperitif fridge? <laughs> no, I know. It's crazy. I have a beer Fair. fridge. Weird. I don't have an aperitif okay. fridge though. That's a start. It's a start. I know. I got to build on my fridge repertoire. What a peasant. Yeah. Um, I unfortunately have some beers in my aperitif fridge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, that's kind of cool. I like that. I like that idea. Uh, and you said that was the was that that was the pecan fr- flavor, right? No, this this I, is the traditional. Okay, that's the traditional. Okay, okay. So, so it does say that you should you should drink them one at a time. So like drink all the traditional, drink all the pecan because they go bad after a little while because they are uh, fresh okay. ingredients. Uh, so are you keeping those in the aperitif fridge? I'm keeping these in the aperitif fridge, right next oh. to the aperitif. Once, so once you open it, that makes. Mixer I mean, I would. Yeah, I fridge. would say that you got to keep it in there. Mm, okay. But yeah, it, it is. It's pretty cool. Um, you know, they one of their key advertisements is like it costs like thirteen dollars for an old fashioned at a cocktail bar, and with proof, it costs like a dollar fifty for the, for the cocktail because like using your own whiskey and using your own proof, right? Mix it. That's what it averages out to be. I was trying to do math in my head, but it didn't work. My, my, <laughs> yeah, my head broke. <laughs> <laughs> it's good marketing for sure. And it use, is. Use coupon code DAWF podcast at checkout for maybe percentage off. Yeah, see if it works. Yeah, just type it in there. See what happens. Yeah. I think if enough people try it, they'll reach out to us and say, why are people trying to use you as a code? <laughs> That's true. I think this is how marketing works. I think so. I think we're marketing geniuses. <laughs> just keep typing it into random. Any, any website, you know, any website, just go ahead. <laughs> It yeah, in. it works no matter where. It's like a uni- it's like a skull key for websites. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Honey, D A W F twenty. Yeah, 
for 20% off your first purchase at proof.com. Let's go. <laughs> proof. No, overall, I'll give Spend this. Spend less on drinks. <laughs> Look at that. Proof, if go. you're listening to this, <laughs> write in. DAWFpodcast at gmail.com. We're open for advertising. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you just heard that wonderful ad read that just happened. That, out of that's nowhere. a little taste. A little taste for you. There you go. Um, oh, God. No, overall, I, I would rate this, you know, on a scale of, of mixers. This would easily be amongst the best. So I, I, you know, I would give this probably a five amongst mixers. It's the best mixer I've had as far. It's only cocktail mixer I've had that actually tastes like the cocktail I was going for. Um, overall, solid, solid old fashioned. Give it a four and a half. Um, probably would bump up if I had a little bit of a an orange peel in there, giving me that that nose smell. Um, but good. It's solid. It's you know. I'm going to enjoy drinking these, uh, you know, because over the next month, for the month of September, and maybe a little bit into October, I'm uh, I'm giving up drinking beer. Just because I'm a little I'm a little bearded out, and I want to experience the world of cocktails, and seltzers, and ciders, and mead, and everything else that, that there is out there that's not beer. I feel like, you know, sometimes I get a little trapped because I like beer so much that I miss out on the other flavors of the rainbow if you will you get that tunnel vision for the beer mm. yeah and i feel like you know by taking september off and you know this i feel like this is a good part of the, the year despite the fact that september is uh connecticut craft beer month as Ooh. proposed by our governor so i'm missing out on that celebration yeah it's, it's also Oktoberfest. it is also Oktoberfest. Um, if there were one right but it's also apple season so it's also cider season that's true duck season and it's also cider it's season also, uh, duck season <laughs> it's also honey harvesting season, so it's also meat. Honey harvest season. <laughs> Cider season. I don't know if that's how you. I don't know if that's, that's how you get honey, but I'm, I'm assuming that it gets harvested. Uh, yeah, I don't think they just the bees don't just deliver it. I mean, you know might. what, Dan? Right in. Do the bees just yeah. drop it off at yeah. your doorstep? Right. Go to go to danshoney.com. And use DAW podcast at checkout for twenty percent <laughs> off your first bee delivery. <laughs> no returns no return policy on those bees <laughs> no but yeah so so that's so that's my goal for the month i, I think it, you know it's going well so far uh you know tr- truly's have been great i may dr- i may review a truly lemonade um on one of the upcoming episodes because they are fantastic they're very uh, good now is that i'm not familiar with that is that truly mixed with lemonade or do they have like mike's hard lemonade truly's I, we're, you know what? We're going to get into this on one of the next episodes when we get there. There's a reason okay. you can't get it, Obert, and it's the same reason that you can't get... Uh, right, because it's, it's not a malt beverage. Well, no. No, you can't get it because it's it's made by a brewery that you can't get in your state. Oh, okay. So what are you calling this? Like, No Suds September? No Suds September? That's a good one. You know, I was just I was just basically going on saying I was giving a beer. I really didn't have a funky name for it, like No you know, Sober mm. October or... Sobuary or well, you're you're yeah. drinking though, you're, so it's not like right. You're right, so, you're sober. <laughs> you're just you're just getting drunker faster. Beer, no beer, timber. That nah, doesn't work. Hmm. No pretender. September beer free. <laughs> <laughs> September beer free. <laughs> Go to septemberfree.com. You see it in your podcast. <laughs> no beeruary. <laughs> That's that's January. No, I mean you can make it whatever month you want. That's you true. just call it Nobiruary, <laughs> even if not January or February. 
So what if it's... I think no, I don't I haven't heard about mm. better when the no sun September though. Yeah, that's I probably know. the best one let's, that I've heard. Let's get that hashtag going. Hashtag no suds September. That's awesome. There yeah. we go. I mean, I, yeah. I can't do it because, you know, it's my birthday. And um, if why I, I didn't was, do it in August. If it, was, if it was 2019 and I was living in Connecticut, I'd be worried about missing the Big E. But mm. pandemic, you know. Yeah, this, this made it really easy. That. With, without the Big E, without the pandemic, or with the pandemic. No um, football. It's it's kind of made it easy. It's still kind of warm here, so you can get by drinking seltzers. Oh. You know, it would be it, it's it's still not a very. I'm trying to figure out the best month to do no, no beer, and this is kind of the first month I thought of. Maybe like March might be a better. I month. think February March would be what about good. My birthday, my birthday. February. Well, February is 28 days. Oh, so. it's true. Short. It's true. It's true. Right. It's you know, true. April might be another good month. Nothing comes out in April. Like taxes. Just taxes. So here's the question: Are you allowed to buy beer in the month oh. of September? No, because I, I just don't want even. I don't even want to. I don't even want to deal with it. Okay, that's not. That's and, you know, it thing. makes it makes going to the liquor store much easier because I'm not in there to buy beer, so I just don't even look at it. I walk over to the you know the the seltzer section and or the the cider section, and I just pick out what I want from there and and leave. Nice, nice. Also, I thought of this. Proof your cocktail made easy. There you go. Just TM 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 TM. TM. You can't. TM, TM. <laughs> you can't have that. That is a good. That is a good. Uh, that's good not, slogan. That's not made. That's not for you. That's for. That's for us when you hire us. T A W F. Your cocktail made easy. <laughs> if if they would like to to let us, if they'd like to advertise with us, they can have that for free. That's a little freebie. We'll toss them if if we get some advertisement out of it. Right, right, right. Yeah, like if you five, agree to pay us money, we'll give you that one for free. Like, like ten year, <laughs> ten year contract, million dollars a year piece. It's that simple. seems worth it. It's so simple. Uh, uh, quick, quick update. I um, made another one of those intro to Aperol drinks with four ounces of the um, Spindrift grapefruit seltzer, mm-hmm. Ooh. Um, which is about now half the drink. Pretty solid. Really good. Nice. Very light, refreshing. Yeah, I would definitely do this again. Nice. Reminiscent of that Aperol spritz, yeah. Just go outside and drink it in your 26 degree weather, and it'll be really tasty. Hey, we haven't had any snow other than on the mountains yet, so... When, when does when does ski season start in Montana? Uh, December tenth, I think, is opening day on the mountain here. It seems yeah. late. I'm not a skier. It seems, it seems late. late. Yeah. Well, you got to have enough to cover all the roots and stuff and underbrush. What is opening day in so, Connecticut or up in, in the Northeast? It depends. I mean, I feel like in New England, a lot more mountains are like, hey, if we got an early storm, we'll be open. We'll sell tickets. You can come on down and and try it here it's pretty much regimented like this is our first day this is our last day hmm. like in new england it's like we'll just take whatever people want to ski whatever days right but is it like is it usually later than montana the last day of the season no the first day um it's usually around then around like after thanksgiving before christmas okay i know so we have talked about why December. you guys end so early it's because of bears what's that I, I we we've discussed in the past that, that while why Montana ends so early and it's because of bears. Yeah, it's also part of the reason why we don't open earlier. I think is that because it we, the mountain here borders that Forest Service land, like we're restricted by that high bear hibernation season. Now, in a race, you on skis or a bear running after you down a mountain, who is faster? I think 
Uh, uh, man, that's a good question. I would say I'm faster, but it depends on how steep it is and how much the bear's going to slip on the snow. Mm. But, uh, you what know. What if the bear took out a sled I, and started chasing after you sitting on the sled? I think, here's the thing. <laughs> I'm already going fast. When the bear sees me, I'm okay. If the bear starts running at me and I'm and I'm not moving, I am bear food. <laughs> yeah, I think that's where it, what it comes down to. And if the bear has a sled, uh, there's I have no hope. Okay. I think if the bear has yeah. a sled, you're in a Coca-Cola commercial around Christmas time. That that's true. <laughs> that could be. But it. just I, in real life, the bear hands me a Coke. <laughs> Go to Coca-Cola.com. You st- <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. We got. Our, uh, we're just this episode. We just have tons of marketing ideas. How could you not hire us? Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You DWF podcast for your free sled. <laughs> so I think it's that time, guys. Where well, we. Uh, what, what time would it be? It's that time of the episode where we bust out our three-handled frosty mug of wisdom. We fill it with tips, hacks, advice, products, lassos, uh, squ- weird squints. Gongs. Gongs. That's what I was um, so I was going for there. And so with that, Jordan, ring us in. Test your handle. Test your handle. Test your handle. Test your handle. Mug of wisdom! Mug of wisdom. All right. Well, thank you, Jordan, for the song. As always, um, you could check him out at Wreck My Podcast. Mm. We always want to promote him when we can. But Chris is man of the people this week. I am man of the people this week. What does that mean? With again? that, that means that you get to pick who's going first. Oh. Hmm. And where you want to go? If you want to go last, you can you could say that. <laughs> well, or first, if you don't want anyone to steal your handle, that's true. Hmm. That is something to think about. So I think this week I'm gonna defer. <laughs> I'll, let, <laughs> <laughs> I'll defer. Uh, yeah, and I'll let Tud go first. Chris is on the kicking team I'm on this the week. Team. Yep, but I receive it in the second half. All right, so my handle this week is going to be, you know, my handle this week is going to be a betting website. If you live in a state where you are not allowed to legally sports gamble, then you can go betting. I heard betting as in like sheets and stuff. (laughs) No, sports betting. If you would like to bet on sports during the NFL season, A, I would recommend that you look into possibly doing daily fantasy sports. But if let's say you want to do like real stuff, but you don't want to find some shady guy named Joe in an alleyway to be your bookie, um, you can head over to bovada.lv or mybookie.ag, and there from there you can sign up. They are actual like legit offshore books where um, they will send you money if you win. Um, it may come up that your that your credit card was charging like South Korea. Don't worry about that. Just go there. You can bet on it. Uh, you can bet on anything. It's it's cool. So if you if you want to get into sports betting for the NFL season, head over to Bovada or MyBookie.ag. Sounds kind of sketch. Right? Is this legal? Totally legal. No, no, it's not legal. Oh, okay. All right, that makes sense. Okay, 
I think we have to legally say we don't condone. Right. Yes, right. I don't. So I don't legally condone. We non, don't have a coupon code for that. Non-legal sports betting, but at the same time, they do exist, and those are two of the names. Yeah, I can legally sports bet here, which I will be doing uh, in Montana. That's a new one for us. So uh, yeah, no. I'll be going to nonpovada.com. Be going legalmontanasportsbetting.com. Use coupon yes. code DAWF podcast to <laughs> check out. <laughs> yeah. But no, I've never bet on sports before. But now that it's legal, I figure maybe we'll give it a shot this year. So we'll see. I don't have I don't have my bets placed just yet. I'm still evaluating my options. By the time you listen to this, clearly I will have done it because Tud's already told me who's gonna win the championship games and uh and who the league MVP is gonna be. But right. uh yeah. Philip Rivers. No. It's never going to happen. <laughs> Don't know. Don't know. He may get a soup he may get a Super Bowl MVP, but he's not gonna win the league MVP. Let me ask you this. If there's a way I wanted to spend money on like daily fantasy, could I do that in some of these states? Is that more yes. legal? Yeah, so if you want to do if you want to do uh daily fantasy, uh DraftKings and or FanDuel are the two to sign up. Uh we could put a link we can actually put a link to those in the show description with my referral code referral code for everybody um you click it you'll get i think it's whatever you whatever you deposit i think you end up getting double that i think that's how the referral code works plus we each get like an extra like 10 bucks if you use my link so if you would like to do that and you don't already have a FanDuel or DraftKings account go down there click the link for both of them i'll put we'll put them both down there and sign up there and that's a way that you can spend money on the outcomes of football games legally (laughs) yes but you can get some money back if players do well correct yeah you just have to select the fantasy team right right so i'm going to hand over the mug i guess to to obert because chris wanted to go last so okay yeah here i go i'm the second i receive it in the second period of our hockey game (laughs) now (laughs) i get the puck slash frosty mug um all right, so I'm gonna recommend a uh, a website this week. I was debating between a website and a movie. I feel like I've done both both of those. This is a place where you can get some recipes, a recipe website. Uh, it's called Budget Bites with a Y. Budget B Y T E S dot com. Okay. Um, and it's focused on basically the cheapest meals you can make. But um, I am not really there because I'm a price-conscious shopper. Um, I'm there just because I really like the layout of the website. You know how when you go and you're like Google like uh, shrimp Alfredo recipe and you click on the first three and it's like the URL something. The the URL is like recipesbysandra.com. And then (laughs) you click on it and it says like, my grandma made this shrimp Alfredo recipe ever since I was a little girl. And yeah, with all the story and everything. And here's 16 ads that you have to scroll past before you can actually get to the recipe. Mm-hmm. Well, Budget Bites is not like that. Um, they even have an app, too, which uh, I haven't used. I, I just like the, the recipe. But, uh, but yeah, they got the jumped recipe button right at the top. And it tells you. So, like, okay, I'm on their website right now. Here's some chocolate banana muffins. It uh, costs $3.97 for the recipe. 33 cents for the serving and uh it has every ingredient and how much every ingredient costs and um 
like I said, in addition to the fact that it's very budget conscious, they just have a very clean look and they have some really good recipes. Uh, you know, we talked recently about how as a bachelor, I cook a lot of solo meals. They have a lot of stuff that, that I gravitate towards, but, uh, you know, maybe not everybody's menu website, but I really like this one. Uh, it, it speaks to me so much so that I thought that I should share it with the world. But, um, Nice. I think especially this is definitely a, a handle targeted at my two co-hosts. If you're mm. looking for some good recipes, we've talked about meal lime. I know you guys have both tried that. You both like that. Yep. Um, they have good meal prep meal plans on here where you can kind of try and reuse some ingredients throughout the week. So you're like, what am I going to do with the rest of this head of lettuce I needed for, you know, three leaves of lettuce to make the taco shells of my carb-free tacos you know it, it helps with that but um nice check it out budgetbites.com as always links are in the show notes yeah so i want to i want to just point something out so i i'd been doing some baking recently and i just i want a website someone make this website this this recipe website where it lists your ingredients sure but then when you're reading the steps like it says, like combine the flour and brown sugar and all this stuff. Next to it in parentheses, can it just put how much? So you don't have to scroll back up? Yes. It happens yeah. to me all the time. And like I get so, it. Like you're supposed to like have everything. Oh, I have my flour already all sectioned out and my baby boo boo boo. No one cooks right. that way unless you're on a t- baking show but like or a cooking yeah. show. So can you just in parentheses be like pour flour one cup into bowl? Like, that would make my life so much easier. <laughs> well, what gets me always is when it's like, it's like the recipe calls for, I just did had a recipe where it called for six tablespoons of apple cider vinegar, and you're supposed to mix four of them in at one step and mm. save two for later. Right. So if you're not care, paying attention and you just scroll back up, you're like, okay, here goes in the apple cider vinegar. <laughs> and then you're like, okay, now the two you saved from earlier, I'm like, wait, I missed that step. Oh, no. <laughs> but, now I got to increase the recipe by one half. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that one. There you go. See? I also like, I like the websites that have the, the jump to recipe button that skip over. That's what Always. this budget bites has. Yeah. It's you can just yeah. skip to the recipe. Right. Yeah. I've, I've been um, noticing that pop up a little bit more. It's pretty cool. That's nice. But yeah, nice. like I said, I really, I especially think that you two will like this one. So cool. Check it out. I'll, I'll definitely check it out. Yeah. Especially since those muffins sounded really good. <laughs> that was just on their homepage, right? I just pulled it up right nice. now. Nice. There you uh, go. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Why don't you top us off here, Chris? All right. So I have like two handles i guess well i have i have well, one for sure well save but, save one for the next time chris well okay so one i don't know if it's a very good handle you know you know it's not another shopping app but it's just kind of like a is it better than those are those are fire i don't know <laughs> those are surefire handles right there but it's 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 about it's about twitch i guess they're both kind of about twitch but um so i'll go with a video game that's that's an easy one uh so recently uh they re-released uh, remastered versions of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 as a combo pack for PlayStation and PC and Xbox. All, all Basically everything. So um, Not Switch, though, which really upset me. Yeah, not okay. Not Okay, basically everything I said, <laughs> except for this one. Um, those games were so huge when we were kids, I know including uh, i mean tony hawk's pro skater 2 is one of the best games i think i've ever played like it was just it's always so much fun 
I've been watching a lot of people on Twitch play them. Um, it looks as though, and the people that are playing them have the nostalgia factor where it's it's just like, I, I can't wait. I haven't bought the game yet myself, but um, it, it's just so much fun to watch and so much fun to like these people to who like actually like freak out about like not freak out, but they're like, Oh man, this is just like playing it on the N64 back in the day or on the PlayStation <laughs> back in the day. So really, really cool. And it's both games for 40 bucks. That's pretty cheap. That's not too bad. That's a pretty good deal. Yeah. Considering the, the replay value, I imagine that you can get from those games just based on what I used to do or what we used to do. Um, but I'm pretty excited about it. It'll be coming soon, I guess maybe to a Twitch stream near you, but um, I'm pretty excited about it. That's a lot of fun. Pretty awesome. Nostalgia. Can never go bad with nostalgia, right? Like, So I, I do have to give you a little bit of a hard time. Why? Because I haven't because, played the game yet? Yeah, you made it a handle. <laughs> That's true. It. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I don't understand. Why don't you make, you should just make your handle Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 for the N64, for the PlayStation. Then I, then that's what I, I said. I basically said that. I said it were available for basically but it's not, everything. It's, it's not 40 bucks. It's it's a lot cheaper at your flea market, I think, to find the old CDs. I don't know. I don't know. Dig if, in your closet, find Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1. If you buy them from a retailer, they're probably really expensive. So. That's true. Yeah. Um. But I did want to throw out also, I'll do I'll do just a really quick one, but Twitch is running a special right now called September, which is a really, really great way for you to show support to your favorite content creators on there. So uh, basically, subs are discounted for the month of September for new subs. Pretty cool. Uh, they partnered up with, I think, Capital One this year. They do it every year. So if you are a fan of Twitch, you can get subs for cheaper than normal for this month. So pretty cool. Be a dead gamer. Let's go. All right. And so with that, we'd like to thank you all for listening. Um, we'd like to thank the people who provided today's drinks. I will go first and thank Knob Creek for their 100 proof uh, bourbon and for proof um, old fashioned cocktail syrup for their mixer that made my my old fashioned. I would like to thank Firestone Walker for their 23rd anniversary ale. Yeah, and I'm going to thank Aperol for the main ingredient in my intro to Aperol. And I guess Tangeray, but less so for not letting me try the other nine. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Please make sure you head over to all social media and follow us. That's Twitch, Facebook, Untapped, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Dab, 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 Dab. Go Dab.com, use coupon code (laughs) D-A-W-F at checkout. (laughs) Also make sure you head over to... Also, make sure you head over to Discord and uh, follow us there and participate in the conversations over there. Also, make sure you hashtag follow the email at dawfpodcast at gmail.com in case you need to get in touch with us directly. Um, please make sure that you're going on to iTunes and leaving us a five-star rating. And if you haven't already subscribed, which is weird because we're 102 episodes in now and you're listening to us. Back in Uber. Kind of, yeah. Be very crazy if you didn't subscribe already. But yeah, if you, I guess if you're hearing us in an Uber or your grandma's showing you this cool podcast or your grandma's or her pastor, pastor. Yeah. <laughs> make sure that you're, uh, you're, you're subscribing to this and show your friends uh, word of mouth. You know, we're looking for some real like guerrilla marketing here, people. Let's get some more people to listen to this podcast. If you know of a website looking for coupon codes for their checkout, <laughs> tell them to reach out to us. And uh, before before we sign off, there was one thing I, you know, Todd, you always say that you want um, people to reach out and and tell me specifically what 
they had for breakfast. If you need help with your fantasy football lineup, I want you to reach out to our email and I guarantee Tud will respond and tell you who to start. If you're, yeah, if you're on the fence, that's it. But uh, that's, you got to e- you know you gotta email I'll- us. Unlike Oprah, I'm going to buy into this. I'm going to I'm going to jump full into this. He doesn't want to hear what you had for breakfast, but you know what? I will answer your fantasy football questions. Hey, I've always wanted to hear the breakfast. Gmail.com. There we go. Yeah. And so and so with that, my name's Dud. My name's Chris. And I'm Obert. And remember, if you're drinking alone, do it with friends. Um, we didn't have time to get into this on the episode, but uh, I had to break down. I had to buy more trailer paper recently. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, toilet gram. Yeah, this is my first post-pandemic purchase. We'll have to dive into this more next week. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I didn't buy any like like during the mayhem. I I I just had some. <laughs> <laughs>